what up what up got a super cool one today um i get to talk with the one and only the mom of the century one of the strongest women pound for pound that you ever run into miss marisa inda and i am absolutely stoked um dude it's it's gonna be an, an awesome one um cannot wait for you guys to hear it i can't wait to do it um yeah man it's gonna be dope so um listen sit back relax hold on to your seats i think you're gonna have your brains blown away by this one this is the corner of the circle Okay, back uh, with another edition of Corner of the Circle. We have um, the champion, the mom of the century, uh, Miss Pull Up Challenge, freaking Miss Viral. We've seen her on Ellen. You've seen her all over IG. Uh, Queen of Juggernaut. I don't know how many things I could say about you, but that hasn't already been said. Miss Marisa Enda, thank you so much. So much for for um, for gracing us with your presence. So I should say gracing me with your presence. Uh, me and my like five people that listen to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you for having me. Listen, it's and, literally you know, just like five people that listen are the five important people, right? Yeah, man. It's my mom, my dad, my sister, my girl, <laughs> <laughs> and my best friend. There it is. Boom. Um, but yeah, I uh, yeah, I've, I've been wanting to try to get you on uh, for a little bit, and you know, for those people that actually that do listen they know i just literally just find the people that i really like and i really want to know stuff about that i haven't you know stalked enough about them so i was like i just you know get it from the horse's mouth and, and find out more about them um so we're um two and a half weeks a couple of weeks from worlds yeah yeah it's getting close <sighs> the anxiety is starting to build this is when right? you, you, you don't make weight <laughs> oh man i've been honing in on the diet added another like 700 uh, calorie burn to, to my cardio per day just to be on the safe side. Um, oh, shit. Jesus, dude, this, this is bad. This is bad. Yeah, I'm usually always under 52, but like this is the first time like I'm over because I did like this whole bulk with like bulk, quote unquote bulk with, for me, a bulk with RP. Uh-huh. So like I'm like, I've been waking up weighing like 52, three and then like getting all worried. And they're like, yeah, everyone's like, yeah, dude, you're fine. You just take a shit and you're good. 52. Let me tell you something. If I was 0.3 over, Jeez, I wouldn't know what I don't know what I would do. I don't I I don't know. I'm I'm always so paranoid. I think my first I it had to have been my first my first two years. Well my first year was when we, we uh when we um we were still in like ninety kilos and yeah. you know like we were still like in the old the old one. So I was severely under, but I was getting murdered. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna try to eat up a little bit, but I couldn't, my body wouldn't take it. So that next year, I I think I was like I, I guess it was like what ninety three kilos, and I think I weighed in like a ninety ninety point five, and I just man I felt so beat up trying to like keep up with everybody. So I was like I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna eat, and all I needed to do was just wait, let time do its work. Because fucking yeah, the older yeah. the older you get, your body's like nah, bitch, you got it, you're gonna get fat, I promise. <laughs> um, and so yeah, like now it's just like whew, if I'm within four or five pounds of my weight class, I'm like, oh, I'm going to kill these dudes. But usually it's like five or ten. So, 
Um, it must be nice to be 0. 0.3 over. I, I don't know I, that life. Honestly, I never weighed myself before. I would just show up to weigh in and be like, oh, what do I weigh? Like, I never checked. And now it's like, you almost get like a weird, obsessive, like, morning, night, morning, night, and then freaking out like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> man. I, dude, I, yeah, I was getting mad. Like, now it's like, I weigh my food and then like, all right, this is how much I should weigh after I eat this. If I weigh more, I'm like, ah, that, no, nah, it's wrong. And then, of course, I've tried to take into account how much water. It's been real weird, man, because I've never been this obsessed, not necessarily with my weight, but I guess with my nutrition. Um, I guess, you know, the more you start realizing how, yeah. how like, yeah, man, I didn't know. Yeah. It, it just took me, it, it just took me five and a half, six years into my lifting to realize like, hey, maybe if I ate better, holy crap, who knows? So, yeah, it's it's been, I don't know, we'll see how, it's how it works out, man. But I mean, I, I, I normally try to... Uh, do you like normally try to like, you just stay around competition weight, I'm assuming. Yeah, like I, I kind of feel like I've kind of maxed out my frame. Like eh, I could probably bulk up and like try to be like a leaner, like 53 to yeah. 54 kilo in the off season. Yeah. And then sh uh, shred down a little bit. But for the most part, I just kind of intuitively eat. But now that I've been working with RP, I've been weighing more again, which I kind of stopped doing that when I got out yeah. of bodybuilding just because like... Yeah. I don't want. Wants, I just want to eat. I don't want exactly. I don't eat a lot. Like I eat small little meals all day long, and it, part of that is just coming from like not having a lot of money growing up. So you don't you don't get to eat every damn thing up. You got you got to ration that shit. <laughs> yeah. You know we. Eat, yeah, you, I you know. One bag of chips for the whole two weeks. You yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, man. That's great. That's. <laughs> is just carried over so like i just don't ever like if i got opportunity to take food home <laughs> oh my god you know i used to do i used to like <laughs> i used to take napkins when i went to school i would take napkins to school and i would like <laughs> roll up the, the stuff in your napkin yeah the food that i did i was like i'm gonna take this to the house but then i would like put it in my backpack I'm like all right if i get hungry i'll have this you know just in case like yeah i am um, that's funny, man. I thought I was the only one that did that. I'm still like, I'm still that like that today. You know what I mean? I'm like, I just, I'm like, ah, well, I mean, like, I'm always like clean plate club. I was like, yo, clean plate club. There's people that are starving. I was one of those. Eat your food. Like, I don't, and of course, my little cousins, they know nothing about that life. They know nothing. No. I'm sure like your kids, they don't know anything about, you know what I mean? No, like, my daughter thinks we, I, she, I should take her to Starbucks every morning and spend $10. And then, oh then she'll ask for something later. And I'm like, well, you better eat that old Starbucks cup. Right. Hungry shoot. Like, I just, I don't, people don't get it. But I think it's, it's, it's kind of crazy, man. Like the, you know, if you grew up a have not, you know what I mean? And it's weird because, um, dude, we were talking about this a couple of days ago, me and a couple of my athletes. I was like, dude, I, growing up, I didn't even know that we were poor. You know what I'm saying? Until I got to like yeah, high school. I did. When you go to that white friend's house and they have a pantry, I didn't know what a pantry No, was. I didn't. Like, Listen. Go, go to the pantry and get like a pantry. Here's the thing. <laughs> like, you have a closet of food? <laughs> when I was, I was kind of lucky. I was kind of lucky in that like the way we grew up, like everybody just, you just didn't. I think when you're younger, you don't necessarily know because that's all you know. Yeah. But then when I got to like, I think it was when I got to junior high. When I got to junior high, I was like, Oh wait a minute! Things are not the same around here. Like this house is way bigger. You know what I mean? Like I never, <laughs> I didn't know what a, I barely knew what a basement was. We didn't have basements. Like in Texas, you don't have basements. But I went to a person, one of my friends' houses. Like they had a basement and they had a second story. I'm like, what is this? And it's like, oh well, uh, we made a what did they, they made a den out of an attic. I'm like, what's an attic? What is that? 
like at one point, like we lived in a mobile home. One point we lived like, man, we lived in like section eight. We lived, man, we just it was was what it was. You just you had what you had, you know. What I mean, where where I grew up, it was oil field, and it was you know when the oil was there, everybody had money. But as soon as the oil fields dried up, everybody was broke. And so I mean, I was I was lucky that my dad was a preacher. But let's be honest, like it's not like preachers get paid a lot. You yeah. know what I mean? And so you know, and the thing is, if you don't have a congregation and there's nobody there, guess what? There's no money. No donations. Yeah, man. So. <laughs> Man, I oh my gosh, I will never, I'll never forget, I will never forget like growing up with like nothing, but not knowing that I didn't have nothing until I realized realized I didn't have nothing. So, one of my very first like sleepover friends was this Mormon girl, uh and like I didn't know like Mormons like basically save for like the end of the world. Yeah, they had literally their whole bottom floor was food. I had it was like a grocery store, and in my mind I was like, man, if I had this. all those boxes of cereal will be gone. Like right, so we just, once you ate the cereal and the milk, done. Yeah, that's you're you good. Did. Like that's just so crazy. Like yeah, that's I don't know, man. I just it's just weird. Like I think the older you get, you more you start realizing, like, hey, man, like the way I live is so much different from yeah. what other people live. Like I, I mean, I had I had a couple Mormon friends, but like where we lived at in West Texas, man, it was just I, it it it's a shame to say, but it was just kind of like, man, if if. If if you're not like we are, you gotta go. You yeah. know what I mean? And so it's I mean, West Texas is very whew shit, it's it's a it's a different it's a different breed, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. It's I man, golly. I didn't even I didn't know what like I mean, I didn't I think I was shit, how old was I had to be like I was legit in eighth grade when I saw an actual interracial couple. Like For I real? man, listen. <laughs> Whew. Whew. I mean, I knew they were out there, but well, I, I lived in Colorado in like a small town when you know my dad uh, is a sheep herder, so we would like follow the cattle. Yeah, and so um, I remember like I was the only Mexican girl, and there was one black boy in uh-huh. the school, and this was like I, it was like before kindergarten, so like when you're just dropped off at like yeah. like a preschool, and they would always like. <laughs> this is so terrible, but they would always like put line us up and we'd have to hold hands with a partner when we'd yeah. walk places and they would always pair me and him up. Oh yeah. Like, we never got a new partner. It was always me and him. And so, um, I would always go home and, and I would like rub my hand yeah. and like lick it and rub it. My mom would be like, she's like, why are you doing that? And I was like, well, nobody wants to hold my hand and nobody wants to hold Tony's hand. And I was like, but I don't know why. As a, as a, is it because his skin's gonna, color's gonna rub off on my skin color? Oh my gosh! <laughs> as, as a kid, like you think stupid yeah. shit like that, and like, and it was so funny. He stayed in that small town because my dad still lives there. And I remember when I went to visit uh, my dad when I was in high school because my parents divorced, and I went to a party that my, my one rich Mormon friend said, "Hey, I'll go to the party," and he was there, and I was like. Have you survived here this there's, whole time? And he still was like one of like two black students that graduated high school. There's no I way. No. There's no I way. Imagine. We had, I think we had maybe 25, maybe 30 total black kids in our whole school system, I think. And one of them was my sister, and two of them was my cousins. <laughs> and you know what I mean? And it was weird. <laughs> it was weird because like even even like throughout high school and everything, you know, that was, that was always a thing. Like, you know, I, um, the black girls that I did know, like we were so, we were all kind of so close that it was like, I was never really attracted to them. Like, Oh, I would date you. But 
you know, we were all so close because, like, dude, we're all we got. We are all we got <laughs> in this little town. Um, and the people, you know, the people were nice. It's just like if you're if you're not a minority, you don't know what it's like not to be in that minority. It's, if you're a minority in the middle of like an all white town and all white school, all white school district and all white section of the world. It's just like, man, we're all we have, you know what I mean? And I was, I'd always, you know, it's just, I don't know people, I don't think people ever understood that part, at least from my, from my perspective was like, you know what, while this girl is super attractive, she's like a sister because she's literally all I have. So like going up, I never, I was never, I never really was like a girl crazy or anything. I just kind of, kind of did my thing. And, you know, it was like the, I felt like the, that's weird, it's weird saying it out loud, but like. The girls were more attracted to me than I were to them. I was to them. Like my focus was like, yo, what? I gotta get out of this town. I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. And so, you know, you know, my buddies were like, well, you know, like that white girl, she's she's trying to talk. I'm like, I'm good, man. I'm good. And so like I really didn't like really start pursuing girls until like I got like shit, I was like two years into college after I realized like, all right, my grades are good, my scholarships locked in, they're not gonna get rid of me. Cause I can't go back. You know what I mean? And so then after that, I went crazy, but yeah, I just, I never, I just, it was, it was so weird. Like being, I don't think it was weird, but it was weird being a minority with people that didn't realize like, Hey man, it's different for me. You know what I mean? And so I I can't imagine, you know what I mean? I can't imagine what it was like, you know, being minority with one black, I shit, I could have done it. I would, I would have run away. I would have packed my one toy and got out of there. Um, but yeah, so like, so when did uh you so you moved to Pomona or you've been in Pomona for No, actually I was born in Pomona. My dad okay. came to the US when he was eighteen and okay. came to California. Okay. Because um there's dairy farms here. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he worked at dairy farms in Chino and then just kind of moved around with like cattle, then decided to move to Colorado because that's where most of like there's more yeah. ranches there. Right. And especially as California started to grow. And my mom wanted to leave because somebody got shot and killed on our where <laughs> we lived here. That make you want to leave, yeah. Forty-two years later, it's still about the same. But um, yeah, and then I've lived in Colorado, Wyoming, all over Colorado, DC, Dang. back to California. Yeah. Ooh, just gypsy. That's yeah. Weird. That's what's up, man. That's dope. I've lived in Texas, and in Texas, and more Texas. <laughs> and I, yeah, I'm, I'm brainwashed, man. Um, so you started, uh, when did you, like, when did you start getting into like the, like strength sports and stuff? Like you started with the bodybuilding and then. Yeah. So I started, yeah. With bodybuilding when I was 17, just kind of strolled into a gym. Cause I was a gymnast. I did track one year after I did gymnastics and I was like, track is not for me. <laughs> was awful. I hated running, but I was like, I got to get through it. Cause I, if I start something, I have to finish. I feel you. Yes. I lettered. And then hey, that's um, all you need. That's all you need. And then I was like, shit, I need something to do because I was always like so active. And um, a friend of mine took me to a dance class, which was fine. But I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do with dance? My ass is like 17. Like these kids have been dancing since they were like five. Right. And so we went to the gym and we went to the step class and I was sucking air. I was dying. And I was like, dude, I was like, I'm going to go get a drink. I'll be back. And I didn't go back. I went down to the weight room and I just stayed there ever since. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. It, it was cool. Like, I think it's funny, like a lot of women or a lot of people think like, oh, you know, you go in the weight room, guys like don't want you there or they're always just trying to hook up. But I went into the weight room at 17 years old in the 90s and Ah. I never got like any bad vibes from guys there. They were all like, cool, let me show you what to do and like always helped out. It it was 
fine. I never had like felt like, oh, you need to get out of here. You don't belong here. I was always really like embraced by every guy that I met in any gym. Yeah, especially like I think in the 90s, I mean, at least as far as, you know, I can remember like in the 90s, it was like that huge surge of like, you know, fitness really started kind of doing one of these. And yeah. I mean, I know in the 80s, it was a way different. So I, I, I hear so many freaking stories about this, like the late 70s and the 80s or how just it was just madhouses like all over the world, you know. But um, I know when the 90s hit, I mean, because I, I never, I'll be honest, I just never really w was really into weights for the longest time. Um but a lot of my friends were like big time into it. And a lot of their brothers were huge into it. And I, I know around that time, like I know a lot of their brothers and their girlfriends and everything, like people were just starting to go to the gyms. And, you know, I, I know when that's when, like gold started really like shooting through the roof and everything. So, I mean, I, I get that. Um, I mean, I, you know, and, and, and again, I think a lot of it is just even, even present day. I think when, when people see that you come in with a purpose and that you have like a goal in mind, yeah. regardless of whatever that goal is, if it's to work out or if it's to train, whatever yeah. it is, I mean, I think people tend to embrace that. I mean, because you're kindred spirits in a way. I mean, let's let's be honest. It's all exactly it's, every new city I've ever had to live in. I always go to find a gym. Hell and yeah, that's where you meet your people, like people that you have stuff in common with that you get to know that are kind of on your same like level. Yeah, I I love the gym. And then when did when did powerlifting when did when did powerlifting kind of come into the so the so I did bodybuilding and then that whole world is just insane especially like it's just a lot of drugs and mm -hmm. the women were just getting like pfft, monstrous which right. like I'm like okay I'm not doing drugs and because a I don't want to look like that and b like I just don't want to do that right. so. And at that time, there was only female bodybuilding. There wasn't bikini and physique right. and all of these. And there was no other option. So I kind of just, you know, took a back seat to all of that, got married, had kids, right. still trained, you know, of course. And then, like, I was like, man, I really wish I want I could do something. And then they introduced physique. But um, at the same time, I saw a flyer for a powerlifting meet and just jumped into, like, the powerlifting meet. I had, like, no idea what I was doing. I just did it and just been doing it ever since. Yeah, it's crazy. You yeah. ever think about like going back, maybe like maybe doing like physique or something? Yeah, and like I that? don't know. Like at, when I when I did my first nationals, which I bombed out at, I was I did a physique show at the same time. Uh huh. It's probably not like a good idea because I I ended up doing nationals like weighing like one oh three, which was like competing yeah. in like the one fourteen class. Yeah. Not good. I was super depleted, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just I ain't about that diet life. I all respect to to anyone who competes in physique, people laugh at it and they think it's stupid, but it's actually, I feel like it's much harder than doing powerlifting. Yeah, man. I've, I've heard that from a lot of, a lot of different people that have, you know, that are able to do both. I, uh, <clears throat> my, my nutrition coach, he even talked to me, goes, what, will you ever think about doing it? I'm like, Oh dude, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think I could get on stage. I just don't think I think you for sure could. Nah, you're, man. You're like to entertain. That's yeah, like, that's, that's awesome that's and everything. Good. But like, I'm gonna tell you something. As soon as, as soon as I don't get like called out, or as soon as like they don't put me toward the middle, I'm gonna be so pissed. No way. Yeah. <laughs> all that work that I've done and all the dieting, like I'm used to. Like, listen, if if my numbers don't, if my numbers don't work, guess what? I lost. That's fine. Yeah. But I just can't. I don't want some judge looking at me. Most likely, some out of shape judge looking at me like, "Nah, that's not. Nah, that's good. Oh, that's bad." Like, nah, yeah. man, I can't. That's the downside of it. Like, it's so subjective, and that's what makes it really aggravating. Because, like you said, you can really 
bust your ass, yeah. get super lean, and a panel of five people can be like, well, well, I like the way she's set up better. I like yeah, this better. I just, Her hair's prettier. It's like, nah. Yeah, I just couldn't. I don't, man. And that would hurt me so badly. So I just, I, I think... It's not even, you know, who and who knows? I I may be able to do well with it. I don't know, but yeah, you, I don't know. Maybe you should just try and see. I might just what I might just do is just diet, see while I look in the mirror, take a couple pictures for myself, and then like, I right, am cool. <laughs> we go eat this sandwich again. Um, that's crazy. So I'm gonna put a check for no. You're not gonna go back. Fine, whatever. Probably not. Probably, probably not. not. Um, okay. So here's the thing that I was like, kind of, kind of like looking at, and I don't know why I didn't notice until I noticed, but. Dude, like Juggernaut, you guys, there's so many of you guys going to Yeah, Worlds. we pretty much, it's pretty funny because, like, everyone talks, like, coach of the year, this coach of the year. I'm like, well, Juggernaut has almost the entire open women's team. Yeah, so. that's what I was saying. I'm like, <laughs> man, am I in the wrong, I'm at the wrong place right now. Damn. I like, I think RTS, I thought we were doing okay. I'm like, uh, maybe I should go talk to Jack because this is, Jesus, I don't know. He's got the secret over here. That's awesome. Yeah, I was looking at that, I was like. Oh my God, that's everybody. Yeah, that's crazy. Almost the, almost the entire women's open team, and then juniors, of course, yeah. and masters. So that's what's up. Like that's yeah. Whew, must be nice. Sheesh, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. So like, I mean, so basically, y'all is like every every night's a team dinner, pretty much. It, it's, yeah, it's team team juggernaut in the house. Yeah, we. That's badass. That's <laughs> badass. Like you better if y'all better make some type of special edition shirt, and I better get one. That's what I'm saying. Um. Right. Okay, this is okay. I have so many freaking things. They like they're just popping up as we talk. Um, so you do all of these pull up challenges and stuff. Mm-hmm. I I remember like I tried one and I was like almost like I almost like I almost fell like I like for real like I almost hurt myself. So I stopped doing that. <laughs> um, but like you get all these people that are trying to do them, and some people do yes. them successfully. Other people, and for a while there, I <laughs> I was watching people that were trying to do them and just laughing. I'm like. All right, yeah. cool. Because I, I tried, and I knew yeah. that I couldn't do it. So, but I will see these other people. There's, there's a few people here and there that 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 keep trying to do them. Um, where did that come from? Like, I, where did that come from? Man, I I have been doing pull ups since I was a kid. So I know you're. How old are you, Ellis? I'm forty. Okay, I'm 43. So I, when we were in school, they had like the presidential physical fitness yeah. test. Yeah. Okay. Well, we had to do arm hangs and all of that. And yeah. I, when I, even when I was a kid, I was like, oh, bullshit. I'm doing the pull-ups the same as the boys. Yeah. Like, why do girls have to do this stupid arm hang? By the way, they don't even have... You know what the test is now? They do this. They have to put their arm behind and they do an arm reach. That's the physical fitness test now. It's what? insane. But anyways, um, so I've... And then coming from gymnastics where it's like all body weight stuff. Yeah. I just... I feel like it's just such a cool show of strength because... Yeah. It's much harder than people think. Hell like, yeah, it is. Sometimes when I post things and I'll get some some messages or sometimes DMs like, just stick to lifting. That bullshit's stupid or that's dumb. And I'm just like, yeah, it's harder than you think to hold on to a bar and control your body weight. And Dude, I don't I'm, know, I'm a 500 like, plus see, pound bencher and I can't. Yeah, when I see bigger guys do calisthenics that are like 280 up, that shit's impressive. Hell yeah, I saw Ray Williams do like a yeah. set of 20 pull ups. I was like, that's not even real. That's not real. That's CGI. Like, I just, I, I watch it. And I'm like, how does she do that? I mean, it's like you don't move. Like, your body's just, like, there. And, like, you do, like, the little air walks. I'm like, man, get out of here. I get pissed I sometimes, but. But I think it's, like, important, too, to show women, like, you, you're, you're not weak. You can no. do these things. 
you know, like, but from a very young age, it's like, oh, it's a separation. Like, well, no, nah, you're going to do this and they're going to do that. Yeah. It's like, no, like you can no, still I can do, do exactly what the guys do. <laughs> okay. So what happened? Like, how did, like, I saw like when you, we were on Ellen and of course my ass was losing it. <laughs> I lost it, lost it, lost it. Cause I watch Ellen like every day. And for some reason I was like, how did I not know that you're going to be on? And then like you come out, I'm like, no way. No way, no way, no way. And I'm like, lost my shit, lost it. Like, what, like, where did that come from? Like, did they like contact you? Did like, how? Yeah, you know, like I posted this video, just like I always do, like on Instagram, uploaded it to Facebook and yeah. it just went viral. So like, I think, I want to say, if I remember correctly, I posted on a Wednesday and it got like almost 2 million views, yeah. like by the next day, they called me on a Friday. I was on her show on a Monday. That's insanity. That's how like fast the turnaround was. Jeez. It was kind of it was kind of disappointing though, I'm gonna be honest. So when I went there, like I had like they just said, Oh, you know, wear like, you know, like pants and like yeah. yoga pants, whatever, whatever. And so I had my arms showing and they were just like, Yeah, no, we want your arms covered up because we want women to think our average woman is like a homemaker and we want them to like not feel intimidated. And I was like, intimidated by well like because we want them to think like everyone can do this i'm like yeah everyone can do it it just takes practice yeah like it's not like hard so it's hard you if you don't ever do a wardrobe change yeah. so like uh, if you see that ellen episode i they yeah. i they had me put a top on yeah to cover my arms yeah because they didn't want to show the muscle oh she's too jacked oh no Basically, you're too yeah, jacked for tv man in fact too jacked for me to relate to the everyday house housewife that watches it this is true, though. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I mean, I mean, if that's the case, then I'm the everyday house housewife because I watch it every day, and I can't do it. So yeah, they're right. Well, Damn it. but yeah, I get it. That's that kind of sucks because, like, I I honestly think that. I mean, looking back on it, I I think it probably would have. I mean, you you want something to aspire to, like not something that you feel like, oh, I can do that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because not everyone can do that. Not out not out the gate. You know what yeah. I mean, but I mean to have something to, like to shoot towards. I mean, and I mean, and you're definitely you're you're definitely body goals for 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 shit for men and women alike, and strength goals. Shit, your books are higher than mine. I saw, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'll you be honest. Before, though, so it doesn't. <laughs> but yeah, like I that's just that's crazy. I man, that's insane. Look at you, never, well, I'll never be on the Ellen Show unless I'm in the audience. So that's crazy. <laughs> that's insanity. All right, so um. Dude, I'm loving like how like as as you talk, I'm like, oh, another note, another note, another note. Um, okay, so my favorite part about you is the mom life, and yeah. I'm like, I mean, I'm sure I'm one of thousands that do it. I mean, but like every time you post something about your kids or whatever, like I was like, oh my god, I'm like, I'll write something, <laughs> or um, like I I showed my girl this is so far. I showed my girl your kid. She's like you got to give me ones like that. I'm like, okay, because it's that easy. Let me just dial up my, my genetic pool and make sure that I give you like the best that I have. Like your kids are perfect. Like oh, I don't even, you. dude, I don't even. And yeah. then of course you tell like, I, I posted, I, I forgot what I, I posted some, it was like about some type of music or whatever. And you know why your son listens to the classics so then yeah. that made that just my made, son's like an eighty year old man trapped in a twelve year old body. He's got an old soul. That's he's got an old soul. That's what's up. Like I, I mean, so like your kids look perfect, and clearly <laughs> your son has the most perfect taste in music. Um, I could vibe with that. That's what's up. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I like 
I mean, it's it's easy like what's it like being a mom, but like what's that like for you being a mom? Like you just I mean it, it's, it ain't, it's never what you think because like when you're like because their dad is like a bodybuilder. Yeah. He's 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 very muscular too. Still goes to the gym. He's gonna yeah. be fifty. And we've always done shit. Like right. I've always worked out, he's always worked right. out. And then here come along these kids. They don't wanna do shit. No, no, no. No. They don't wanna do nothing. Like <laughs> everything is forced. It's like if my if I let my son, he will play video games all day long. But uh, I'm with the little camera thing covered because he's also a conspiracy theorist and he thinks everyone's the government's watching. That's hilarious. That's yeah. hilarious. My daughter, like, she I told her, I was like, look, if you don't want to do a sport, fine. She tried out for volleyball, hilarious, because she basically never played and then was like hiding from the ball during the tryouts oh and then my. wondered why she didn't get selected. I was like, well, I don't know, maybe because you're ducking from a ball that you're supposed to try to hit. But That's so funny. So I, I make her, I was like, look, you got a choice. You can do sport, you can come to the gym. Right. Like, I don't, you you got to be active. Eat. You don't have to do powerlifting. You right. don't have to do, but it, just for like general, because I, I do believe like the gym is like a saving grace for when you're having stress. Yes. Things aren't going, like the gym is always just a safe place. It's it, yeah, it's definitely a safe place. drugs. It's just a safe place. And and when your life is going to shit, when your body looks good, <laughs> it's not as bad as you think. No, like it really, you know what I mean? A lot of times you look good, you feel good. At least it's that's cool. one positive part of your day. Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. I, I, there was a point in time when I lived in my truck and I couldn't afford rent. I couldn't afford anything, but I made sure that I had enough money that I could afford my gym membership. Yeah. I swear. <laughs> I swear. And like, at, like, I was living in my office and in my truck. And so I was like, hey, listen, as long as I have enough money to pay this 20 bucks a month for this gym membership, I'll be good to go. You know yeah. what I mean? In the course, and the gym owner, he knew. He's like, well, you know what? Here's a key to the gym. When you need to shower, when you need to shave, all that yeah. stuff. You have a bathroom right there. If you need to use my... Dude, there was a couple times where I literally parked in the back in this parking lot. And like that was where I slept. You know what I mean? If I had to get up, like, yeah, let me use the refrigerator and everything else. Like, And you're right. You said it earlier. You know, no matter where you go, when you move, the first place you go and find is a gym. And, like, for, for me, it's it was always funny because whenever I moved, my dad was like, you know what? You make sure you find a church. All right, cool. I got to find a church <laughs> and I got to find a gym. <laughs> and, I mean, and that for me, that's literally been everywhere. All the, all the places I've ever lived, all my houses that I've ever had, it was because of, there was a realtor that was at the gym. Like, oh, yeah, I can get you a good deal. Um, like right now looking at having a house built and the, the home builders that, that, that build the houses, guess what? They're at the gym. Um, yeah, and if they mess up, they got to look at your Exactly. Face. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I'm like, listen, man, if you, and of course me, I'm like, how can I use my skill to make it easier for me financially? I was like, how about this? Um, until we close, until we get everything done, I will give you free, free programming. Yeah. I, I will. And I've been doing that. It's like, I get your deal. I, you know what? I'll take. I'll only take 1% commission. Like, oh, I'll take that. You're like, whatever it takes. You know what I mean? Like, you know, because, I mean, who says you can't get what you can get with strength? But that was, you know, but a gym's really been, you know, it's yeah. kind of your safe haven. It really is a community altogether. Um, I've yeah, only been I, just, a I want that for my kids. That's why, like, I make my daughter go. Like, I want... I want her like when like if things go bad in life, like there's always a place you can go exactly. and be around people that are going to be positive. Exactly. And take time because even when things aren't going right in life, like 
weight is weight. It don't matter. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fat, judge you. Rich. It doesn't judge you. You just go and you do exactly. it. And, and you tend to meet some of the more consistent individuals in the gym. I mean, because honestly, if you're a consistent person in terms of your, 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 your training and in terms of how you treat your body, then odds are outside of life, you, you know, you, you tend to be more of a consistent person, uh, at least a, con a consistent personality, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you know, you, every, every set of really good friends that I've ever, that I've ever had, it's been, you know, as a result of lifting, it's a result of a fitness in some form or fashion. So uh, bravo, bravo to you for that one. Cause I mean, yeah, she might hate you right now for it. She'll love you later. Yeah, so. I mean, she she's getting more into it, you know, because well, she she wants a butt, but I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever gets you there. I don't yeah. care. I'm not one of those where you're. I'm not gonna let you do like hip thrusters every day. If that's what if that's what makes you go to the gym, then well, I mean, then so be it. But yeah, no, kids are fun. They're just, I mean, that they, they can just get you sometimes. My daughter, oh, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> she always has her hand out, LS. She's always in a deficit. Oh man, girl, please. She's already on credit. Like I'm like, dang, you're already like in the hole. You already didn't even have a credit card yet. Oh my god, that's so funny. My mom <laughs> It's so funny because my mom, when we were I, I was 12. I was 12 and my sister was 10. And when I turned 12, my mom's like, all right, you guys are gonna have to start paying the bill. I'm like, what? <laughs> so it's in the summer. And she's like, You're always asking for something. Everybody wants something. You always want something. You always want something. Yes, I always want something, mom. I'm, I'm a kid, I'm in need. And <laughs> So she goes, all right, I'll help you, but this is how it's going to work. We have to go mow all those lawns because I had like a full lawn wrap yeah. that I used to mow. She's like, you're going to give me $10 of every lawn that you mow. Like, what? Because you're going to pay a bill. So you get to pick what bill you get to pay. And my sister, like we had like a little cousin stuff for around. She goes, you had to she was babysitting. She goes, like, you're going to give me $5 of every time you babysit your little cousins and you got to pay a bill. And so my bill was, I had the telephone bill. Back when you had telephone bills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my sister had the gas bill because it was the cheapest bill. And so those were that's where our money went. And at the end of the month, or I should say beginning of the month, once that she she used our money from that previous month to pay the bill, whatever we had left over, she would give back to us. Or yeah. we could let it roll over until the next month so we didn't have to pay. Man, I I would never it was only during the summer after after school was over with, but I'll never forget being like, Man, this sucks. <laughs> I don't like paying this bill, but you know what I mean? And then of course, when I got into high school, it changed to the electric bill. I had the electric bill yeah. and then my sister had the cable bill. And that was like, we, we all through school, we always had bills. You know what I mean? So like, I get that, like having the handout. Cause I, I used to ask my mom for everything, man. And I remember like every time I ask her, that's just, that's going to go toward, that's going to go toward a bill. I know it is. Never mind. I'm not going to ask. Cause I just, I stopped asking. So yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. Like I, I don't have kids, you know what I mean? And, and I think at this rate, I'm probably going to end up with some. So I, man, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to prepare myself. I don't know. Yeah. No, they're, they're a lot of fun, but it's like, they're not you. So I always have to remind myself, wait, they're not me. Yeah. Um, they're not the person that you have the kids with. They're their own people. They're oh, going to yeah. do things their way. And sometimes their way is like, mm -mm, mm -mm. So is, you got you to just let it ride. Were you, were you? Do you identify more with your daughter or with your son? Is is so personality-wise, my son is a lot more like me. He's yeah. very easygoing. It don't matter. Like if you, oh, I want to eat here. Okay, wait. My daughter is like her dad. 
end. <laughs> she's just opinionated. We'll tell you exactly how she's feeling, which is fine. But sometimes it's like, nah, you know what? You just, you need to zip. Like, you need yeah. to be quiet and go away. But um, <laughs> it's like when she goes with her dad, oh man, he calls me up. He's just like, yeah, I can't, you need to come get her ass. Like I'm like, cause she's just like you. Oh like, man, yeah. This so it's just like gliding forces. That's so fun. Yeah, because she's she's just like him, like just super opinionated, her way or the highway. It's like, yeah. Oh my God. So he's just. I thought, you know, everyone's like, oh, watch out. You know, your daughter's so beautiful, and you know, all these. She's gonna be a heartbreaker, and you know, and I'm just like, well, if these boys ever get a chance, because she's mean. They send oh, her yeah. text messages and. If they don't know how to spell the difference between you're and you are, she just cuts them to the quick. She's like, wow, you're a junior in high school and you don't know how, you don't know proper grammar. I'm like, wow, man, you're so mean. I'm telling you, man, but you have to be, man. Like, I don't even, listen, I, that was one of the, the, the cool things with, with my sister growing up. Cause like, I, I think at least for me, like when you have a, I mean, I was never like the good looking sibling. It was like, my sister, my sister's gorgeous. Yeah. And these dudes would just come out of, out, out of nowhere, like, where you're like from five towns over. Like, how do you even know who she is? <laughs> you know what I mean? But these guys would come and she was so, even to this day, she's so just, you know what I mean? And, yeah. but I think like, I think like, you know, at least. I respect women like that. Yeah. Like I, I was always, my daughter would be like, right about, nah, I'm not interested. Nah, I'm not interested. Yeah. And that one was like, I'm scared to be mean. Let me give him my stupid phone number. Then they're calling. You're just like, oh man, man why listen, didn't I just say no? <laughs> I've had, boy, I've been, I've encountered so many frogs in my day that I just, I was just too nice to say, nah, sweetheart. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I mean, my mom, girl, my mom used to tell <laughs> girls I was gay just so they would leave. Cause I didn't know what, I just didn't like, I, mom, I can't. I mean, yeah. she, she was nice enough to at least come say hi. She's like, yeah, but if you don't like her, baby, don't say anything to her. I was like, I, yeah, but that's, what What if that were me? What if I want to say yeah. something to her? She's she like, you know what? Don't worry about it. She says, baby, he just doesn't have a heart to tell you. He's gay. <laughs> she would tell girls straight to the to their face that I was gay. And I didn't even have the heart to be like, nah, mama, you could have picked a whole different avenue. But that's, you know, but that's what she went with. Like, ah, oh, he's gay. So, yeah, I... Man, I, I, I don't know what that life is like. I, I My mom did all the, the talking for me because I was yeah. such a mama's boy growing up. Like, I was always up under my mom. So, you know, my, my sister, she was, like, always with my dad. And it was, you know, I, I get it. You know, I don't get that part about being, like, beautiful and having them. Like, oh, I, I never had to filter through people. <laughs> I was always like, oh, my God, you're a female. You actually think I'm cute? Cool. Um, All right. You know what I mean? So I, I never knew. Um. So that's crazy, man. So like they, they just, you know, they just kind of roll with it. Your son just kind of rolls with it and just kind of does his thing. And yeah, you know, he's like kind of still young minded. He's just 12, you know, right. but um, he's, he's not really into girls yet, which I'm glad about just Thank because goodness. my son ain't got no damn sense and that'll wow. go south real quick. Listen, like, we don't have, he ain't gonna have no sense until shit, ever. We don't have sense. That's yeah, just. That that's just I'm, it. Boys are stupid. That's We're all I so stupid. Y'all are dumb. He's he too. Like I feel sorry for the any girl he dates because, like I said, he's eighty years old, trapped in a twelve year old body. Mm -hmm. Like my daughter was going to a movie for the first time with a boy, and he's just like, "Well, he's like, don't order that extra large drink." And she's like, she goes, "Why? If I want an extra large drink, he's like, he's like, because you're gonna look like a damn pig." He's like, you better order a small. He's like, if a girl orders an extra large drink for me, he's like, I'm not going to go out with her again because she orders a, a large today. She's going to look like an extra large tomorrow. Exactly. I was like, hey, I was like, boy. But that's just how we, listen, man, we're dumb. He's going to be dumb for a while. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And 
you know, it is what it is. But I mean, I don't know. Like I listen, I'm still dumb. You know what I mean? And I, I thought I thought I had it down. I thought I had it down. And I was like, I guess I guess I still don't. I don't know. But I mean, that's I mean, you know, he's 12 going on 80, you know, and that's good. You know, and I mean, if nothing else, at least that'll that'll filter out a, a bunch of like, you know, the silly girls. And he'll, he'll get him a good one. You know what I mean? Or he'll just get him one that's of a, a, a kindred spirit. You know what I mean? Or he'll so. just find like the robot girl online. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing Grand Theft Auto. He's like, "Don't worry, Mom. I don't pick up the prostitutes." I'm like, "Wait, what? There's prostitutes? Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's yeah. That's yeah. I'm telling you, the online man. Listen, I don't play GTA anymore, but yeah, that that whole that whole whew, it's it's bad. GTA is just one of those games. I'm like, I can't even. <laughs> it's so easy to like once you get in it, you like you like you're just trapped in that world. Forever. Yeah, yeah, I know he's been trapped. Been trapped a few times. Nah, man. Yeah, I I saw play. I mean, I say that, but then that's how I do my cardio. Yeah. I like I play I play Games. I play a game while I sit on the um uh, on the bike. And so it helps the time go by so Those much. Games fun. make me dizzy. He always wants me to play and like I just get us killed because we play like Black Ops or whatever it is, and That's I don't know where game, the hell I'm at. That's my game, man. And then he like slices my throat, and I'm like, I didn't even see you coming from behind. Oh, I hate oh that. yeah, that's that's <laughs> my game, dude. That's my like. I play Call of Duty. I I literally play it for. I mean, I have to play it for an hour and a half at a time. That's how. Because I have to do slow burn cardio. I don't okay, want to blast no. myself. That's Whenever only... you got to tell yourself, LS. Who listen? I didn't listen. I didn't bring you on here to get to be beat up. Okay, all right. It's it's enough that I'm trying to do these freaking pull ups and I'm making myself look stupid. Um, you talked about your DMs, man. I, I always want to know because like I here lately I've been doing a lot of um I've been like interviewing a lot of like of, of women and yeah. everybody's like opinions are kind of different. Everybody's like stories are different. Like, are people like respectful in your DMs or do you get to like? Those insane um, dudes that that are like try to shoot game and all that stuff, or for the most part, I I people are pretty cool. I do have like a mixed bag of like really disrespectful DMs. Mm -hmm. So of course you always get the guys, you know, sending a dick pic or you know spank me. How much for you for webcam shows or Man. I got like a full on like email. It's it's crazy. His guy just went on and on about all these things that he wanted. Just insane. And then like. I don't post a lot with my daughter anymore because yeah. I was getting a lot of like DMs from grown ass men like, oh, I would love to get up in that. My daughter. What? I'm like, she's 14, 15. And they're like, oh, I thought she was 18. Like, bullshit. Bullshit. She does not look 18. She might not look like, but even then, like, if you're, if you were 45 and you thought she was 18, that's, that's still, still not okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that baby don't look 18. Get out of here, guy. Yeah, get out of like, here! It like yeah, I was just like, wow, you all got some dude. People have that's problems. Some people have problems. So oh. like yeah, it's, it's definitely a mixed bag, and then some like super disrespectful stuff about my kids being mixed oh, and girl. stuff like oh, oh I thought you were fine till you had babies. Oh shit! Don't even girl, please don't even get me yeah. started. So I was just so so that like it's like, and then it's weird. So I'm like, okay, well if you were all about like you know, like white supremacy. Like you do realize like I'm Latina. Yeah. But you don't get that part. You know what? You know what? I, you people see what they want to see and they yeah. justify what how they want to justify it. I don't even like I don't even I stop putting anything about my personal life on that dude because like people yeah, start people I, start getting out of pocket. And yeah, I don't me, I don't I don't go too much into my personal life. Like I said, I I don't post my kids as much as I used to. Yeah. 
I leave all like relationship shit yeah. off there just because. First of all, it's none of their business, and they feel like they yeah. it, they feel like it is their business. Just because you yeah. press follow, homeboy, doesn't mean you know what I mean that we're we're best friends. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's then like, it's a it's a fifteen to one minute window into my life. Yeah, which is not that much. No, nah, it's not. Yes. And it mean and even even that that I still put you know it's I still put you know a little bit of shade. You know, you have to go through the blinds to even look. Even you know what I'm saying? Like I just yeah, yeah man. Like every now and again, dude, I'll get you know what I mean. That I'll get a. a Shit, man, I'll get some, whew, man, I'll get yeah. some stuff, man. Of course, I'm so damn ignorant. Like I said, you know, I feel bad. Your your son, he's not going to, you know, he we're going to be, he's going to be stupid for a little bit. If I mean, but like, I'm stupid. I'm straight up. I'm stupid. <laughs> and and I have just enough technical savvy that I can find out who that person is. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And I have, I have just enough friends in my life with even more technical savvy that they can find out the person's IP address. Therefore, they can find out where these people live. Yeah. And then I'm dumb, dude. I will literally get a card. <laughs> I will write some amazingly just like, I can, if I can find you this quick, what do you know about me coming to your doorstep? I don't care. I have yeah, no yeah. sense when it comes to stuff like that. Like, once you get out of pocket, I'm like, listen, you do realize I just program all day, every day. That's what I do. And I think a lot of time. I got a lot of time <laughs> on my hands in between my cheerleading, my programming. You know what I mean, and and making sure that I you know I don't kill myself in my training. So I think I can devote an hour or two to trying yeah. to find out where you live. You know I don't care. So <laughs> I I stopped. I started just you know I don't know if like you had like develop a system of like all right you know what I can already tell this one's gonna be disrespectful. I'm just gonna block block yeah, block block. Sometimes like I don't go into the other inbox or I mean I, I try to like I try to respond to people that like say nice things because I just think like that's like the right thing to do. Of course, of course. But, yeah, there's a there's there is a group of people that are just I don't know if they're just like trolls or if they just do it because they just get like some they don't believe the things that they say but they get some weird kind of like rise out of going online and yeah. like saying mean shit but yeah I, online is such a weird place I feel sorry for kids now like my son doesn't do social media at all because he's just again he said that's just government trying to find out everything about your life. Amen. And then he, he he claims like that's just an easy way for when the rapture happens if you don't get taken for them to kill you. <laughs> hey, listen, man, he might be on to something. So, he might be on something. Man, my daughter is on that stuff, and it's like I see what it does to even like young girls, like just on there. And she even recognizes she's like, Mom, like, well, this boy's talking to me. Like, what do you think? He, I said, Yeah, chances are, baby's talking to probably a hundred other girls. Like, exactly. he's casting a very wide net. I was just like, so, and I said, but. You can't really say anything about that because you're not together with him. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. And then if it gets to the point where you guys, he becomes like your boyfriend or your whatever, then yeah, you have a right to be like, hey, well, you know, I hope you're not talking to 50 other girls. I said, but that's the unfortunate thing with like social media. Yeah, Whereas before your circle was everyone in high school. Now your circle is everyone in every high school. Exactly. And beyond. And it's like, I feel sorry for girls because I, it's like, I feel like it can really create this at this level of untrust that, yes. I that we had in high school. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think you felt betrayal until you actually got betrayed. Ooh, <laughs> but now you feel like the betrayal even before it happens because they go, well, he put a, a heart emoji on her thing or yeah. she commented this. And it really can start playing like these mind games. And it's like I told her, I'm like, babe, you can't, unless you become serious, don't even care. Yeah, man. Like you just, you know, like I think us growing up, we had, you were able to have more concrete evidence because everything yeah. was more like face to face and you actually yeah. like 
saw the people. You would have to yeah. you have to talk to them, and or you had to go through a lot. You had to go through a lot to talk to a person. You know, you had to <laughs> shit. You had to dial the number, and you, you had, had to, to maybe talk. talk to their parents. Yeah, man, like you had to go. Th- man, dude, that used to. Whew, man. Like, man, so- my mom did not allow phone calls after nine, and when that phone would ring, LS, my heart would like, ooh, drop. Mm. Panic would set in because my mom. My mom did not play. If it was a call for me, she'd be like, do you know what fucking time it is? You don't call this house after fucking nine. She'd hang up and I'd be like, God, please. I hope it wasn't for me. Yeah, man. Like I just, oh, golly. I, man, I just, I don't even know. Like, I don't even think, I think if anybody ever called us, I, I think it was like 830. I think that was it. And I remember I used to try to sneak, <laughs> sneak the phone and try to talk. And my mom would get on the other line. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> are you on the phone i would just hang up and then like i would think like if i hung up that she would hang up she would stay on the other line and talk to whoever the hell was on the other line to talk to him like i'm like oh my gosh she's still on the phone talking to whoever it is like man i don't even yeah so when you put in that kind of work you're kind of a little more invested in the yeah, person man, now really it's like is. send out 100 dms to the same dm to 100 different girls and it's like i told my daughter i was like you guys just live in a whole different generation even for myself like you know, the I just dating nowadays is just weird. Mm. Like I just I just want to run into somebody at like a library or a gym, like yeah. this old school way, not this like sitting me up in like a, a text message. It's yeah, weird. Man, that's just I don't and I, I I think I'm probably gonna forever be that way because it's just it's there's nothing like I'm sorry, but it, I, I I I don't subscribe. To, I mean, I guess you can. You can see somebody like, oh wow, they're gorgeous, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But if you see a person in real life, like I don't, I feel bad for I guess kids the, the just just generation because like the odds of them like let's say you run into somebody in the library, right? And you know you happen to like I don't know walk by side by side, whatever. You don't even notice them until you notice them. But then when you notice them, you're like, ugh, that feeling yeah. like that, ugh. You don't get that feeling. Like, no. that, that's going to be lost to, to some people because, like, you don't, like, that, that moment of, like, you see a person, like, holy shit, oh, my. Like, that feeling of seeing them and, like, that the instant freaking, you know, butterflies that you get and yeah. all that stuff. Like, I mean, you, you and, don't And really also do- just making sure, like, so like I told my daughter, all you guys do is text. You never actually get on the phone and have a conversation. I was like, so you might not vibe with that person. At all. Just someone. Someone over text can be completely different in person because you have time to think about what you're going to say. Exactly. Oh, do I sound witty? Erase, retype, erase, retype. Yeah. So you have a real conversation and it doesn't like flow it doesn't or you flow. can't feel comfortable in silence, then it ain't for you. Nah, but you man. don't know that because you guys don't ever talk. Nope. You text and it's yep. just like your, 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 your dialogue is completely black and white and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I, I get it. You know what I mean? Like I just, man, I don't. I just, I wish, I just wish everybody could have that feeling of like, you know what, let's sit down and have a legit conversation. Yeah. You know, like you have food in your teeth. I'm not going to say anything because you're cute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all yeah, that. that to a girl. I hate, I hate when people don't tell me I have this client. So I do everything online, but I do like three people in person just to get me out of the house and like yep. socializing. Same, but same, whenever same. Whenever I drink my shake, I have like, I put flaxseed in it. Yeah. So I'll get these seeds. And then at the end of the session, Peter will notoriously be like, oh, by the way, you had flaxseed in your teeth this whole time. I was like, what? Hey, listen, man. Oh, but why I, do you got to do that? Why you got to do a girl dirty? I, you know, I think the gentleman in you knows not to say anything because you don't want to embarrass the person. 
But then no, I would rather know because it's more embarrassing if you go in your car and you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, man, this was there this whole time. Uh, maybe. I don't I don't know. I mean, it's I don't know if I that's that's a poll I need to I need to put out there to see how you people, got me out there. Like Chad would always be like, oh, you got you got lettuce in your teeth. You got. OK, cool. Thank you. I just I can't. Just I can't. I, I feel like then while you're talking, they're just zoning in on whatever's in your teeth. I just stop. I, I stopped looking at, like, I stopped looking in their mouth. Like, cause when somebody talks, like I look at their mouth, like, yeah. like understand what they're saying. But then like, once like, if I see something that is distracting, like I just, I'll go to the ridge of their nose <laughs> and I look right between their <laughs> eyes. Now everybody knows if Ellis is looking at your nose or your forehead. They're you not gonna know. Like, they can, you can barely tell where I'm looking half the time. I have to tell like, here's the thing happening. I'm so paranoid just from growing up and everything. Like I will look at you for like five seconds, but I'm looking around the whole time that we're talking. Yeah. That's like one of my biggest. Dude, let me tell you, I a girl almost broke up because you never look me in the eye. I'm like, I look you in the eye, but I'm also looking to see who's like who's coming. If anybody, you're securing the perimeter. Man, I let me. <laughs> my dad, I was like, boy, quit being so black. It's just I'm like, daddy, I can't help it. Like my head's. It, like if you ever see me talk to somebody like live, like watch, like I just I'll, I'll talk. Even when I'm talking to you, I'm like I'm like always looking around. Like I just I don't know. <laughs> My it's funny that you're like that because like every time my my son will go, leave the house to go to his dad's, I, I didn't notice this, but then I was like looking around and I'm like, damn, I was like, I'm missing butter knives. I'm missing like steak knives. And so then I call Eddie and I was, this is dad. And I was like, man, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm missing like steak knives and butter knives. Like, oh, he's like, you know what I found? He's like, your dumbass son, every time he leaves your house would be take a knife just in case. Just in case it goes, pops off, <laughs> man. Like, okay, Bro, I rock with him so hard. I rock with like, your son so like, hard. Like, You're gonna take my sh not bring it back at least. Listen, man. <laughs> Yo, I don't even know your son, but I rock with him so hard right now. I mean, I get it. I just, I don't know. You just never know. Oh God. Like you never know. So I, you know, I, but I've just always been that way. So you know, I, I get it. He gets it. Your son gets it. That's what GTA does. It gets you prepared for real life. You never know what's going That's probably exactly what it's Oh, from. man. Um, so, like, as, as far as, as, as your lifting and everything goes, I told you, I don't really talk a lot about lifting. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what's, what's probably been your, 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 uh, okay, I'll, I'll say, I'll, I'll ask a couple. Number okay. one, what's been your favorite meat so far? Uh -huh. Number one. Number two, What's been your your best battle? Best battle. Okay, so favorite meet so far has got to be the 2017 um, Arnold Grand Prix. It's when I went nine for nine and oh, yeah. I broke the all time all time world record at the time, but then it just became a IPF world record. And um, yeah, that was by far my best. Yeah, meet. you killed that. I, I felt good. My body wasn't broken before. <laughs> Like, everything just, I didn't have like aches and pains and it was just a good training block leading up to a great meet. Um, yeah, but I think like my biggest battle has been, um, was probably worlds right after that grand Prix meet mm. in Russia where it just came down to the last deadlifts as usual. And Always. then it's like, you know, I, all I could hope for at that point was like everybody else had to drop their deadlift Yeah, and they all dropped their deadlift. <laughs> I've been there before. I've been there before. But yeah, it feels but... like every meet is like a battle. Every world's for me since then has been like a battle. Like it comes down to that last freaking pool. Which every time. I love deadlifts, but man, it's all because of my squat. Like I need to get my squats in so I don't have to like battle so hard yes. on those pools. Who you telling? 
God dang it. <laughs> I see every meet, man. Like, it is so, it's so dumb because, like, my squats will be flying. Stupid weight, all training block. And then I'll get to Worlds and I don't know what it is. Or I'll get to a meet and it's like, yeah. all right, cool. So you've been the running joke is I, I like to get to Worlds and just red light my opener. I'm like, hey, you know, let's make this real exciting. Let's not even get the damn opener. Man, like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know, man. I just, it was just so, like, so different. I mean, and, and for you, what, what do you like more? Do you like, do you like worlds or nationals more? Um, I think nationals because I feel like it's a bigger production. Yeah. You think like worlds is like, okay, this is a world meet, but like the production value just isn't there. It doesn't seem like it's a, it's a world meet. You know what I mean? Right. Like the way USAPL, even like how they did the Arnold stuff this year with like the screen, That's that was badass. Like, I feel like that is how the world meet should look. It right. should be a production, but it's so quiet. And like, I'm lifting on a Tuesday in the afternoon. What? At Russia, there was like five people in the audience. Yeah. You just don't get like that audience hype that yeah. you get like from nationals or like from the Grand Prix stuff or stuff at Damn, the Arnold. Yeah. So I really wish like they would make it like, separate masters and juniors on their own just leave it open and do it like a three-day like friday yeah. saturday sunday and make it like make it feel like it's a world meet right yeah like that feel like it don't feel like a world meet it's no nah, and i don't think people understand you get there and you know like i of course i'm the 93 so when 93 is like we get there and we lift in the morning you went in at six you lift at eight no one's there yeah. no one's even there you know what I mean? It's so like you're halfway awake, barely. You're barely awake. No one's even there, and you you're don't hungry. <laughs> like yeah, you don't even. So like I, like look, the last couple of years, like I I brought like I bring my Bluetooth speaker and I just blast music as loud as I can because yeah. it's like anybody's gonna say anything. You yeah. know what I mean? So I just make it feel like I'm just having a morning workout session. Um, it's just not. It's fun, but it, I don't think people understand. Like it's not. It's not like they think it is. Like they think, oh, it's yeah. like national. It's not even close to national. No. Mm -hmm. And it's not even it's even further from the Arnold. Like the Arnold yeah. is like like this this past Arnold, I feel like a damn rock star. Like yeah. I every time I kept got ready to walk out, I was like, Ray, I'll be right back. And you know <laughs> what I mean? I would act like I was like about to go play like playing a freaking, you know, a concert or something. Um, I, I definitely do agree that production value at, at, at our meets is just they're they're off the charts. I mean, and you know, they they're, you know, more and more and more. And at least this year, I know in the past, I know, at least for me personally, I always was like, dude, where's all this money going? Where's the money yeah. going? Like, I want to know where this money's going. And freaking getting to the Arnold this year, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Okay, cool. If this is where yeah, the money's I, going. It made you feel like your membership and what you paid was invested in something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I got a little check at the end, so that was dope too. Yeah, well, you know. You know what I mean? That that never hurts. But yeah, I I just man, I don't know. I I I would hope maybe IPF, maybe some IPF people listen. I think Gaston, I think listens. So Gaston, <laughs> you're listening to this one again. Um, let's 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 blow it up. Let's let's. I mean, I I Robert um Robert Keller. I know he's involved in a lot of the. I feel like Robert Keller. Maybe if he, he put his two cents in, I think he would he can help it. Because all the NAPF meets that he does, dude, those things are badass. Yeah, like, fuck. If I don't do Worlds next year, I'm trying to hop over to NAPF and Man, do something. Man, you can do Worlds, chill out. Or you can just do, do Masters Worlds. Oh, no, I'm saying if I just decide not to do it. Girl, whatever. Okay. 
You just said you weren't going to Belarus either. I'm not going to Belarus, but I'm I'm probably I'm gonna go to South Africa though. That's gonna be a fun trip. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You listen. You'll you'll go. You'll, you're gonna go. <laughs> you're like, watch. You win this year. Like, I gotta go back and put in my crown. That's how it is. Every that's how it is. I had to make the decision. I made the decision as I saw it. Whatever. All right, but so how does it feel? This is the thing that that I mean, it's not necessarily scary, but it's kind of like one of those things where like when you, you know, I mean, I don't know, like. There's a few, there's a few in your weight class that are kind of creeping up. Yeah. Um, like, how how does that? I mean, I don't. I, it's not even. I mean, because with 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 the women, it's just it's not necessarily different. It's just you guys are so dominant, and you've been dominant for so long. I mean, it, it, the few people will come up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it'll be like one or two. Um, yeah. like, I don't know. Like, it it it's like in no one that I've seen, I mean, aside from, I guess, you know, a few of the, the, the juggernaut ladies, um, there's really not, I've, I've noticed like everybody's like 35 and above, you know yeah. what I mean? And like, this super dominant. Um, and you guys have all been dominant for like two, three, four years now. Um, so it's, it, it, it's just weird. Like, cause on the men's side, it's like, oh, well, you know, you gotta, you know, once you turn 35 to 35 to 40, man, it's all downhill. Yeah. And on the on the women's side, it's like age doesn't even matter. You guys are murdering people. Yeah. Um, like have you? I mean, I don't know even know if, if like it's like a drop in performance or like have you felt like all right, my age is starting to catch up with me type or is this you just being consistent? Twenty five for life. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, you know what? Like inevitably, like there will be people that come up. That's just the evolution of sport, right? Right. Like. Strong people are going to be born and, right. you know, because it would be no fun if it didn't evolve and people didn't break records and get stronger. The funny thing is, is like going into worlds, I'm actually one of the older ones. Mm-hmm. Um, besides Olga, everybody else is under 30, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I think like for women, the reason like we dominate as we get older, because women hit this threshold when you're like between 25 and 35, where you're having kids getting married, that kind of derails your competitive career for, right. for a little bit, not forever, but you know, you're not popping out a baby and setting a world record a True month story. later. It's just, you know, I mean, I guess it could happen, but yeah, if you're be, Serena Williams, maybe, yeah, but yeah, but it would be pretty, pretty rough. Um, so I think that's why you see like a larger pool of women dominating in those older yeah. age groups, because you've kind of done the life thing. Now you can be a little bit more selfish, right. you know, not, you know, you don't not having babies and all of that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna keep going as long as I can. I feel like right now there's no limit. I don't have to limit myself. Right. I don't, you know, as yeah. long as I'm healthy and I'm having fun. More importantly, I'm gonna keep competing. Dude, I feel you. I. Man. I, I told Chad like I was like ah, thousand pound total, and then I'm done. I'm retiring. Like, yeah. Thousand pound at one fourteen. I'm good. I'm retiring. And then watch you hit the thousand pounds. Like, oh, you know what? I think I maybe even squeeze eleven hundred out. I think I could. <laughs> Watch yeah. it when the, the squad's gonna start flying. You're like, all right, I know I said a thousand. Yeah. All right, let's look at it. Let's look at like. 10, yeah, 50. I mean, I guess if the squad started flying, if I wasn't like spending like ten second grind on the way up, then maybe. But. But it's got your squad's gotten better though. It's got it's okay. gotten. Yeah, you know what? It's it's a frustrating thing for me because like it got good to the point where I was hitting three thirty at a meet, then three thirty six, and then I had the sciatic issue and like everything. My squat yeah. and my dead kind of tanked. And um, not tanked, but yeah. it wasn't. It's not moving. You know, it's kind of right. like I'm still stuck in that 3:30. Yeah. And it's like you. And the part of you is like, shit. I hit 3:30 in 2017. I hit 3:36 like a month after yeah. that. Like, 
and I'm still hitting that 330. So it's like, I don't think people realize like, it's just like you claw your way to the top and then you keep your claws in to stay there. Yeah, you man. Know, I have to deal with like injuries and setbacks and stress and life. And, you know, <sighs> it's, it's real. And yeah. I, I, I guess I, I feel like that's kind of what sets apart like people who stay in the game and stay at a certain level because through those setbacks and through injury, you keep going forward. Yeah. You keep taking steps to like stay in the game. Yeah, I, girl, you were preaching to the choir because I, <laughs> man, just the injuries and the life. I just like injuries in life alone, you know? I mean, and, and it's crazy because I, I think I was talking to with, um, who is it I was talking with? Um, oh, gosh, who was that? Um, anyways, we were talking about just uh, Brandon Allen. We were talking about, I was yeah, talking yeah. Brandon. He was like, man, he goes, you get these people that come in out of nowhere. Or you get the, these younger guys that'll come in and they just, dude, they're throwing up insane numbers, you know, and, and then they're gone. Yeah. And um, he's like, and I, I think a lot of it, I, I mean, I, I definitely feel like you're, you're spot on with that. Like you, you get a lot of these people, like they don't have the, the distractions in life and they don't have, yeah. you know, I mean, let's, let's be real. Like you're, you're 20, you're 19 to 24, 25. You don't have shit, dude. You like, no. you don't have a mortgage. You have a, a, maybe a few bills that you have to pay. You know what I mean? You're still on your parents' insurance, all that good stuff. And then all of a sudden, after 25 starts hitting, and you get a real job, you get that full-time job. You know, Most likely, you find somebody you, you fall in love with, and you start a family and everything. And then like, not necessarily performance drops off. It's just that your priority is not necessarily going to the gym and all that stuff. And so all those gains and stuff that you were getting, they're not necessarily there because your time in the gym's not there anymore. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of these guys, they just don't. You know, and it's just staying in the, the right mental space yeah, when, man. when life starts throwing you those curveballs. Because honestly, I feel like every big meet I've gotten had to do, like something big, divorce, having to move, having to like find another, like house is gone, having to do yard sales to sell all my shit to get a new place to live. So it's like, then this is shit that's like a month before like a big ass. Damn. Meet. It's like, and it's like real life shit. Like, yeah. I mean, like, shit, I, when I had to move at one point, it was, like, before nationals, and, like, I was moving all my furniture and stuff, and, like, my back was just, I mean, you're moving, I was moving up flights, up and down stairs. Hell yeah. And I was like, dude, I gotta adjust this training now, because, like, I, I literally thought, like, I, like, blew out something, because my back was so sore from moving, I'm just like, and those are the real competitors, the one that can, like, go through all of that when yes. you have a whole bunch of shit, you're in, like, a blizzard storm of life stress, and you still make it through. Right. Life versus lifting, man. Yeah. Like, like I, <laughs> like, I just, like, I, I felt, this is the first, this is the first week of my life, I was, I was laughing with my dad, I, he's like, man, you feel, he always says, feel old yet? I'm like, nah, man, I feel great, daddy, I feel good. This is the first week, I should say, this week and one of one day in when I was in Tokyo that I felt like, yo, I'm old, man. I feel old. <laughs> like I was tussling around on the ground with my dog. This is yeah. no lie. I was on the ground fooling around with my dog and I was good. I got up, sat on the couch, went to stand up, and my knee just started hurting. Like it was on <laughs> fire and it felt like I had and I felt it once before when I was in Tokyo and like I was like oh shit oh shit something's torn something's gone something's wrong like it just hurt out of nowhere and 
like it, 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 like I said, it felt like that in Tokyo once, and I just went to bed, woke up the next morning, it was fine. Yeah. But you know, it, it was like you know, three hours, I was good. Man, after four hours, it started hurting even worse. I'm like, dude, what is going on? So then, of course, thank God we're in the Google age. So I'm googling what's wrong with my knee and everything, and you know, and I'm doing all these exercises or in in these like tests to see if my knee was messed up. I I call one of my homegirls who's a, a athletic trainer, and like she's like, oh, well, try this and. Is it loose? I'm like, no, everything's fine. She's can he squat? I'm like, girl, I can't even walk right now. What are you talking about? Can I squat? And so it hurt so bad. I went to bed. I woke up the next day. That was what shit. That was that was Sunday. And so I woke up Monday yesterday, and it's like, ah, oh, it feels better. Yeah. It didn't feel right. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go in and bench. But I couldn't even bench because I was so concerned. About, yeah. I was supposed to do like, I was supposed to like go for like 518. I did, I did like 505. I was so just concerned. I was scared. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go to sleep and I'm going to wake up the next morning and I'll see how it feels. I woke up this morning. I feel like a million bucks. But I don't know if I'm going to, I think I might wait till tomorrow to squat. But yeah, I just, it's just so weird, man. And, you know, and I, I promise you, in my head, I was like, I am not going to be able to compete. Like, I, I can go and I think the way I feel right now, I might be able to maybe put up maybe a, I don't know. I was I was planning on doing at least you know six eighty three. Like maybe I could put up like a five hundred, yeah. and then I'll just try to put a big ass bench up, at yeah. least get a record while I'm there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just was trying to think of all these different things, and this morning I woke up and I felt fine. So you know what I mean? Like I just honestly, girl, I was so scared. I was like, man, I might not be able to do this podcast, man. I might have to go to the doctor and get him to look. <laughs> I was freaking out, man, and. But it's all those little things, like you know, that that kind of add up. But I guarantee them to you, not one time that I think like, oh, I'm not gonna compete. Yeah. You know what I mean? You never think not once like I'm not gonna compete. It's just like, all right, I'm gonna have to adjust the rest of the, today's or this week's scheduling to make sure that I get whatever my volume in or whatever I can, the equivalent yeah. of what I would have had to do for these last couple of days. But at no point, like you said, like when you were when you were moving, like I don't think at any point you're like. Well, shit, I'm not gonna compete. Like, no, dude, I busted my ass to get to this point. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, while I'm moving all this stuff, that's fine. This is just gonna count as, you know, this is my, you know, this is RDLs for me, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Like, well, it's also too, like, I've been dealing with shit. I ain't been right since 2017. I've had like that sciatic since mm-hmm. then. And it's like every time something hurts or like I, it hurts the most when I bench actually. And it's just like when I get that in my head, like, okay, it's gonna hurt. And I'm just like, no, no, no. I benched, I benched. 226 it went up and i'm fine right so i just got to keep telling myself it might hurt but my body is letting still letting allowing me to do this yep so i'm okay i'm just i need to tell myself here that i'm okay because that lets everything else my body's been fine my body's been telling me i'm okay because i'm still able to do it exactly yeah if you if you you weren't okay your body like nah we can't do it yeah you know what i mean it's just like it's kind of a mind over matter type thing man like i always tell myself in my head sometimes i have to say it out loud like hey this pain is temporary yeah. But there's nothing worse, you know what I mean? You know how it is. There's nothing really worse than going into a, a session and, you know, bitching out and not doing it. And then yeah. going home and thinking about, like, dude, I, sh- I should have done it. I mean, yeah. I, that's I mean, the you know, worst. You know you're really old when you take your headphones out so you can hear. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, like, popped my, like, back one time deadlifting. And it, it was not even my back. It was like my hamstring. I don't know. This was like years ago. And I was always with my headphones on. And I remember like one of the trainers was like, dude, like, why don't you got your headphones in today? I was like, oh, because 
I need to hear, like, if something pops, where it's coming from. <laughs> See, I don't even want to know. Just when you know your own. Yeah, I was... Like, I need silence so that I can hear where all the snap crackles and pops are. Bro, I need, to, I, need, I need to post a video. I have a video of me. I, I think I was squatting, like, 300 keys. This is... Shit, this was... The last, it was last week. I'm squatting, and all the... <laughs> The guys at the gym that were spot me, they all stopped and stared yeah. like, dude, you, your knees just pop so <laughs> loud. I'm like, no. Nah. And the thing is, you know, if you, if it pops, you can feel it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I can feel it. I was like, no, dude, that wasn't my knees. I promise you it wasn't my knees. Like, no, dude, your knees pop really loud. I was like, man, I have on, and the thing is I had on, I, I was trying to build up a sweat, but I had on my, uh, my sweatpants, but my knee sleeves were under my sweatpants. Yeah. I was like, no, dude. I just have some smaller. I have some smaller. I had those uh, those slingshot uh, those those gangster those real thick ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those blue ones that yeah they 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 wanted me to try them out, so I tried them out, and but they're so thick and so tight. As soon as I went in the hole, it just oh, pop, 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 pop. I was like, oh. no, dude, those are my nieces. I promise you, it would have popped as loud as you you said it sound. I couldn't hear it, but girl, <laughs> I I played back the video. It sounded like my shit was just like like I had popcorn in my on my pockets. I was like, "Oh, I get it." No, nah, dude, I promise you, if it would have popped like that, there's no way I would have stood back up with that weight. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, I'm gonna need to shut up. I just keep talking. I told you I talk a lot. Um, so um, I'm gonna ask you uh pretty much uh I'll ask you one more thing in in terms okay. of just lifting because like I can say we could talk life forever and ever. Um. So as far as is is the sport goes, like one, what do you see as far as like the future of the sport being? Um, I guess powerlifting and everything. And, and, and two, who do you think are some, you know, women, men? I don't care. Who do you think would serve as uh, some good examples? I guess would of the future of of lifting. So I guess. Oh, wow. mm, yeah, okay, that's a good well, question. You're getting a deep deep question here. Um. I know, like, there's this thought that powerlifting is going to be in the Olympics. I just, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Um, I think, as far as the future is concerned, if they could, again, make a bigger production value for like the world meets, organize it so that the people who win and get sent to the world meets to represent the team get it paid for. That would be awesome. I don't feel like we should have to like pay these huge team fees and pay for our own warm-ups. Like, I feel like there should be some pool of money, especially when it's so expensive. They get so much money from nationals mm -hmm. just to set aside, even if it's to subsidize. Yeah. Like, 50% of it or give us our team jackets or whatever. Or give um, us a plane ticket. Yeah. The plane ticket. Well, SPD is pretty good about... Yeah, SPD. Yeah, SPD. SPD. Yeah. But not, everybody's, every, not everybody gets That's that SPD, the SPD link. True, you know true. I mean? So... Yeah. So, I mean, you know, just things to make it more worthwhile for like the athletes so that we feel because again i don't foresee it being in the olympics but if you're going to call it worlds and and make it this big to do mm -hmm. then make it a big to do for those that make it on the exactly. team and then like up and coming you know i just think it's going to be so wide open now with you you have so many kids that are like youth nationals that are competing um girl yeah. young girls and guys so i i don't i think the future for it is is it's going to be a crazy to see like Jeez. what these young kids come up and do. Especially they're, they're, they're primarily just doing powerlifting. Yeah. It's not and like I kids that like, you don't know, like they're being exposed to this at such a young age. Like some people just are freaks. 
Girl. And you never know what what when that freak gets that bar in their hand, like what kind of shit they're gonna be. Yeah, doing. man, it's like shit. It's just like you know, it's like Picasso with a brush. Like you know, it just just sometimes the the sport finds them. They don't find it. Yeah, well, and, and mo- like it's a, it's a cheap sport. Very. You know, it's the more exposure you get, you don't necessarily need a lot. You know no. what I mean? You, just, you don't need, if you're you don't need special bars or the rogue plates. Oh, no. Like I always, all my powerlifting was always done in a commercial gym with bars with no grit. Like, so you don't need any of that. So it's kind of nah. cool. Like in that sense, it's, it's, it's like boxing for that matter. It, it can be a neighborhood sport. It really can. You know, where people like from all walks of life, poor to the very rich can do. And I think that's really cool because yeah, it really I mean, just opens the door. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of money in it that would like maybe want to get people doing it. You know, yeah. it's like it's not football, basketball, or even boxing for that matter. But, right. That's you know. cool, dude. Yeah, I, I think I, I agree. I think it's I think the more exposure it gets, the more potential it has to like, grow and grow and grow. Um, but I think with like with anything, you know, the more exposure it gets and the more growth it gets. I mean, hopefully, fingers crossed, it'll start generate more funds. I mean, yeah, because you you know, I mean. People are going to go, I mean, be, you know, it's just how it is. People are going to go where the money's at. And if you have a, yeah. a freakish athlete that, you know, you have a choice between, all right, do I, am I going to go box? Am I going to go play football? Am yeah. I going to do basketball? Or am I going to go powerlift? That that freak that freak athlete's obviously going to pick, they're going to pick football. Um, yeah. I always, I always tell people, I was like, probably the, the, the strongest athlete I've ever seen that was my size that I've ever seen so far, my own two eyes, is probably... Ooh, it was it was a as a running back that I saw at Alabama when I watched him train, uh, Trenton Richardson, and I watched that dude front squat seven twenty five like it was absolutely nothing, Damn. and like and it was a deep, deep yeah. front squat. It I'm was like, legit. Wait, this dude is walking <laughs> around at sub two hundred fifteen pounds and he just front squat at seven twenty five. God knows what his back squat is. You know yeah. what I mean? And I mean, and of course he went on to play in the NFL. But I'm like, imagine. If one of those guys, you know, and there's a lot of those guys that they don't make the NFL cut. Um, and a lot of those guys are just now starting to pick up a bar and realize how strong they are. Like I watched, you know, a couple of times when I went to the Cowboys training camp, I saw Larry Allen. I saw him fucking rep 700 pounds of 700 pound bench like it was paperweight. I'm like yeah. if this dude decided he wanted to come to the IPF and just bench, it'd be a wrap. Yeah. I mean, there's guys that that hit size that can that can barely do that for one, yeah. let alone two or three times. So I, I definitely agree. I mean, hopefully, with the the more exposure it gets, you get more freakish athletes that go out and and just put up some insane insane numbers and help grow the sport. I mean, I don't know that it's ever going to be an Olympic sport. I mean, because uh, you know, even the Olympic weightlifting is is barely yeah. able to hang on until the Olympics as is. So exactly. it's it's going to be hard. I mean, and um, I've been a part of a, a couple of Olympic committees. Um, in helping cheerleading become an Olympic sport. And a lot of it is just who you know and being able to get brother, brother-in-law in. Well, the only way we could get brother-in-law in, to be honest, would probably be through weightlifting. And weightlifting's yeah. clawing to stay on help. They don't even have baseball in there anymore. So yeah, it's yeah. just, it's kind of, you know, you know, if, 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 if it's ever going to happen, I don't know that it's going to happen, you know, within the next 15, 20 years, then maybe it'd be something cool to, to, to see. But, I agree. I don't know that it's ever going to be in the Olympics. I mean, I guess the best we could hope for is, you know, maybe them doing a, a raw and an equipped version in the World Games. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, but I don't know. I think from what I'm understanding, I think this might be the last go around at the World Games that they're going to have equipped. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I'll show about that. 
Um, my last thing, like I do with everybody, is going to be the song. And so, like everybody knows, I always ask the question, if you were in the alley, gun to your head, and the guy's like, no, and the only way you're going to survive is you got to be able to recite a song or rap or whatever, word for word, could you do it? Word for word? I mean, at least, a little bit, at least. Yeah, could you... yeah. I mean, I, I would probably flub some some of it. But... Yeah, I mean, yeah, gun's going to be to your head. Of course you're going to flub a little bit of it. <laughs> so what would your song be? You know, it's got to be. Okay, so this is my song just because I feel when I had my best meet ever, and every time before I would go to squat, I would listen to Biggie, Juicy. Okay. <laughs> and squats would fly. Okay, that's the oh, song. Biggie, though he 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 didn't come through this last time, but <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad. But kind of mad, but not mad. It's still my song, though. Still my it's, go-to. It's always gonna it's always gonna be your go-to song. And that's that's a, that's that's a true that's a true go-to song. Like no matter what. Like, I, I don't even know what my, I don't even have a go-to song anymore. I like so much music. Like, it's so hard because deadlifting or squatting, like, I, I can get into just metal. Yep. Like, I, like anything that makes you fucking mad. Yep. Like, See, ah. it, But then, like, benching, I, I, I could bench in silence. Like, benching is, like, whatever. Yeah. Or, like, I like 80s. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, my son has Big L on my playlist too so you like gotta, listen, gets, you gotta listen you gotta go with big l at least once like i go as far as disney i mean i disney deadlifts i have disney deadlifts sometimes like yeah, yeah. i don't know like i just i don't know i have such a love hate with deadlifts so i just kind of like i don't know i just have to be in a good mood to deadlift man like some days i'm like oh shit i can pull a lot and yeah. most days i'm like oh good thing i can bench because i'm gonna need <laughs> this yeah so you said you're gonna go with biggie juicy yep all right, you're on. But I gotta sing. I need the song. You need the song. You need the music. Oh my gosh! So you need to go. So you can't go acapella, is what you're saying? No. All right, fine. I don't do acapella. I'll, I'll, I'll let you. Shoot, I would have like tuned my voice. All right, I'll let you off the hook this time. Next time you gotta <laughs> do it. Next time you gotta do it. But yeah, I um. Yeah, I, I think I think everybody kind of has a song, you know, that, that they go with. Um, I, I just I've never really had a song. I, I I always watch. I do listen to a lot of comedy. I, I'll openly admit, like I listen to a lot of yeah. comedy. I watch South Park a lot. Um, like before I go out, like most most worlds, I usually like I will usually like download like ten or twelve South Park episodes, and I watch that during the. <laughs> Are you competing? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's better than Brandon Allen's porn. Oh God, yeah. I just, I have to, <laughs> I have to, like, I have to laugh. Like, if I'm not laughing yeah. at some point, like during the meet, like, I just, I, I'm not gonna have a good meet. And the meets, the only, I've only had two meets that I didn't laugh at, and those are my worst two meets that I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what, man? I'm just gonna make this a habit. I'm just gonna laugh at everything. And so far, so far, it's worked out. So hopefully, hopefully, I'll be laughing a lot. Uh, come sweet, man, because I want to do some crazy shit while I'm there. So we shall see. Um, so social media wise, you can be reached at Marisa Inda, M-A-R-I-S-A-I-N-D-A. And is that, do you tweet any or? It's the same for Twitter. I do, but I don't know, man. It's so hard to keep up with every damn thing. Yeah. Tweet, Twitter. Post here, post there, post there. So it's, it's Marisa Inda for Twitter, Instagram, and as well as like Facebook. Okay. So across the board. 
across the board. Keep it easy. And YouTube, even though like I haven't uploaded in a while, I'm I'm gonna up my YouTube game again. It's just I don't got an Instagram husband. I don't got somebody following me around filming. So true, true. I mean, I just and it's so hard. I don't. I hate being that guy that has like the same. Yeah. I don't want to be. And part of it's just I want to be able to experience and live the life. Exactly. And like it's like if I if you see it cool. If you don't, whatever. I promise yeah. you, I had a good time. Um, <laughs> but I'll get out of your hair, man. I appreciate it. I know I told you it was gonna be like an hour, and we've like hit like an hour and a half. Oops, it's my all, bad. It's all good. I'm not. I'm. I'm not even sorry about it. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I've been. I'm excited about this one. I'm excited for people to hear it. But um, I'll get out of your hair. Thank you so 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 oh, so thank much. You, Ellis. You have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon, all right? All right, bye. All right, bye. Hope you guys enjoyed the amazing Marisa Inda. Um, that was a pretty sick uh, uh, podcast interview. Um, actually, uh, by the time everything goes up, we should both actually be in Sweden getting things ready to roll for the IPF World Championship, so uh, it'll be a super special one. Um, yeah, man. Special thanks to Marissa for, for coming on and just being awesome like she always is, being an amazing representative of the United States and, of course, being an amazing mother um, and just an awesome uh, ambassador for the, the sport of powerlifting and fitness in general. Um, again, if you guys need anything, feel free uh, to shoot me a DM. Feel free, feel free to go on the YouTube channel, hit, hit us up. Um, any new people you want to hear from, all that good stuff. Give us a shout. We'll get that cracking, man. If you need any coaching, of course, reach out to me, lsmcclain.com. Everything's there um, from the questionnaire to, to get on, be a part of the team, to, uh, I mean, all of the, the, the fashion, all the good stuff we have um, on our website, um, even like the day-to-day stuff that we have going on. Like I said, LS McLean is where to go uh, for all of that. And of course, be sure to follow Marisa Inda uh, on uh, Instagram and, uh, I mean, dude, she's amazing. Thank you guys so much again for, for being a part of this journey, man. We're going to try to keep giving you guys more dope content and just, you know, doing more stuff. Um, yeah, I think that's it. You guys be good.